from staffing to dining to care. Have you ever wondered what it takes to run an assisted living community? Is there anything you should be asking the executive director when you tour? And what should you expect from that person in charge when your mom or dad lives there? I'm your host, Valerie Lynn, and in this episode, we're talking with executive director Tina Nutt about what it takes to run a successful, independent, and assisted living community. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Tina, thank you so much for being on the show. I am really excited to have you because you are the first executive director to be on our show. And this is executive director of a senior living community, which is a huge responsibility. For you in particular, in your community, you also are the marketing director, which just a few weeks ago, we had a show about that tour guide position. So you're doing both. But today, I'd really love to share with families just what the role of an executive director is, what your responsibilities are. And then we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some of your experiences that you've had with families. So tell us, (laughs) what is the role of an executive director? (laughs) Well, thank you, first of all, for having me on your show. I'm excited. You know, being the executive director here at a senior community, we offer independent living as well as assisted living. So they can look different for everybody. But for me, it's making sure that we cater to all of our residents and their families. Once they choose us for their home, they're going to get that experience from A to Z by anybody within this company. We have a great caring nursing team, and they can respond to different types of care needs for our residents. We also do independent living. And so if a resident comes in as independent, And as they age in place in our community, they don't have to leave their apartment. They can stay right where they are at. And we, you know, kind of guide them with any care needs. But we need to make sure, from my standpoint, is we're taking care of everybody, no matter what that looks like for that resident. We have a wonderful maintenance department here. They make sure our building shines inside and out. We have a phenomenal dining room team as well. So they make sure that you get your three meals a day that are well-balanced meals. And we have an anytime bistro bar. So you could come in the middle of the night and still get a snack and coffee or hot chocolate, tea, whatever you want. We take care of everything from your business needs, making sure your financial part is all handled. So we make sure that here at Village Concept, you can just grow and age gracefully. And we just make sure we take care of everything along the way. You mentioned so many different job positions, (laughs) right? From dining to maintenance, and then of course the residents and the nursing and the CNA. So you're the boss of all of those staff positions. I am. (laughs) I am. And you know what? What I love about that 
is I have such great leadership here in my community that they really lead their teams well. I'm just there to help navigate the pieces, right? And so we work great together. And the residents see the difference because when they come here, we see everybody getting along. We all have a great time. We're all taking care of business. And so I feel like that makes a big difference when you're looking at senior communities to see how your staff is with the residents. And that's honestly, I feel like that's the way it should be Absolutely, in a community, right? It, and I always say too, it starts from the top down. Yes. So even your boss, right? It starts there as well. But I think it's important for families to understand you, you're busy. <laughs> You have a lot on your plate and not just the staff side of it, but you're also managing the operational side of it, the the budget for your building. You know, we had an episode recently about the fact that senior living communities are companies. Mm -hmm. And so you're also handling all of that. What would you say is... What is the most stressful part of your job? I would say the most stressful, and you know, the budget is is a stressful thing, right? In itself, you always have to make sure you're within the guidelines, all of that good stuff. I guess my most stressful thing in this job is when somebody spirals downward, being so connected to that resident and their family that you get so attached and, you know, and sometimes difficult decisions have to be made um, at that point by families, just seeing that because we're here to give them care and love and support. And I feel like we take that to heart. And so seeing somebody not having a good day, there's not a lot we can do, but we try our very best. So just navigating that piece. And making sure that they're living their best lives, somebody that you lose. I think that's the hardest part of this job, is we all take that so very personal. The budget piece, that's a whole different thing, right? That's You could deal with that. But the emotional side, I think we are all so fully invested here. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's how it should be. You know, we, we talk about senior living, it is a business, but these are people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's where I think the focus should be is mm-hmm. on the residents and on their families. And I also tell families when we're looking and I'm helping them decide which direction to go, I tell them to go with their gut because it should be that you guys are an extended family. Yes. Like that's exactly what it should be. Yeah. And, and so I agree when I worked in a senior living community and I was that tour guide, (laughs) that marketing position, I did really get attached to my families and losing residents and seeing their health decline was really hard. Yes. So let's talk a little bit more about the family side of it. When should a family come to you with a concern and and maybe you can give us some examples of what those concerns could be. Let's start with your residents that are living in the community. Okay. So say somebody comes in independent, you know, and as they've lived here in time, we see that things have changed in their everyday living. 
So they might need a little bit of assistance taking a shower, or they might need some medication management, right? Just give the family peace of mind that their loved one's really taking their medicine, which is super important. So we have those conversations with the families, but also with the resident. The resident is always in control. At the end of the day, they really do get to make their own decisions, but I do feel like the family is a very strong support system and they should be included as well with the resident's permission, of course. But at the same token, we want to help them navigate what that piece looks like and that they can still live here very successfully. They don't have to move. They don't have to leave their beautiful apartment that they've called home now. And they get to age gracefully and with dignity and they're still getting everything they need. So a lot of times, you know, families don't always know what to look for. And being in a senior community like ours, that's really good because you do have people with eyes and ears on your loved one at all times. And that if you do need those health checks on your loved ones, we're always going to be here. We're always going to be able to monitor their weight and see if that's dipped down to an unhealthy weight for where they should be. Just, you know, we monitor if they're coming to their meals or not, just to make sure they're not missing anything. So it is just nice to have that comfort of knowing that your loved one's, you know, being taken care of. Yeah. Now, what does that look like? At what point are you involving your nurse? Well, the good thing is my nurse is the first to know about any type of health information. So her care team is always lived in, looping her in. And then I love it because my housekeeper is in at least once a week into their apartments. They kind of have a visual of maybe the things that we're not seeing. My dining staff can be like, okay, I've noticed they're not coming to meals. They're not eating all their food. Um, This is what that looks like. My activity director can be like, gosh, you know, I see that they have a little bit of decline with their motor skills. Then we get all of us together. We loop in a plan. We bring it forth and we figure out this is what we should do. And we bring it to the families if they are in the know of what that might be. And then that might involve a doctor visit that might yes. involve increasing care and, and you're having those conversations Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Yes. With the family. Let's talk about that family that's touring. Yes. What should they be asking the executive director? When I do my tours, that is, you know, a lot of times I put myself in their shoes because I went through this personally with my own mom who had Parkinson's. I had no clue what to ask or anything. And so that's my job is to ask them, what brought you in today? Is there an immediate need? Most of the time that's a yes. And we kind of go from there and we determine What are you really looking for? And a lot of times it can be, my mom is isolated. My dad passed away two years ago. She's all by herself. She's not eating well. She just cooks TV dinners every night for herself. She's not getting out meeting people. And I just feel like she's got depressed. What do you think? Do you think we're going too quickly? And I'm like, okay, so by what you've told me, you know, reiterating to make sure I understand what's really going on making sure I know, do they have a diagnosis of any sort? How can we help with that? And we put the pieces together and then we really show them at the end of the day, we do the tour, right? We get to show them the beautiful apartments. But I said, what you really need to do 
is you need to come in and talk to the residents that live here because I'll tell you how great it is every single day to live here because I feel like it is, but the residents are going to be the people that will tell you they live it every day. You know, and then they'll say, well, I really want to tour other communities. Absolutely. I think you should. I think you should see who the competition is out there. Do your homework, look at reviews, because at the end of the day, if you walk into a community and there's nobody happy and nobody's out and about and the residents, you know, are grumpy. I mean, really do your homework a little bit and see, do you think you can place your loved one in that environment? And will they be successful at the end of the day living there? They're always welcome to come in and have a meal with us because that's our biggest social time, any of our meals. Or, you know, just bring your loved one in and they can even try it for a few months. See how it is. It doesn't have to be permanent, but they can try us out for size to see after two months or a month, if they like it, then they can just start living here full time. Yeah, exactly. So there's lots of good options to walk through. What are the questions that only an executive director could answer? Well, you know, for me, I feel like a lot of people want to know about the staff. You know, what's the staffing situation here look like? Well, for me, I am thrilled to tell them that we have longevity. We have somebody in our kitchen staff that's been here 33 years, and then our housekeeper been here 30. So we have longevity. Our reviews are amazing. You can check anything from the State Department who come in and did any walkthroughs of our building. We pass with flying colors. Those are big key indicators that we're running our business smart and we're running it right. Yeah, yeah, I love that. What are some other questions that just an executive director would answer that would be important for families to know? I get asked quite often, do we do background checks on our employees? We absolutely do because these people are going to be leaving their loved ones with people they don't even know anything about. So I always want to put them at ease that that's definitely being taken care of. Food concerns, you know, have always been issues in senior communities. And I always get asked, well, how are you making sure that they really are eating well? Well, we have a state dietitian that comes through that makes sure we're regulated, that we're offering them those balanced meals. They do have a say of whether they want to eat them or not, but <laughs> those are top things. And I always get asked, well, you know, I'm gluten-free or I'm trying to be good doing the keto. And I'm like, yeah, we can incorporate all of that. We are very creative here. I do love that when a resident moves in, that we cater to their needs. And I've always told people, even when I interview for jobs here, you, you know, do you have that love for seniors? Sometimes it's quite honestly startling when I hear, well, most of the time. Okay. Well, nope. It needs to be a hundred percent of the time because that's, that's what we do. At the end of the day, you have to have a love for these seniors. Yeah. You and the other staff members are living in their home. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I just, I just love them. They always have stories to tell and gosh, you know, if people just sit and listen to them, they have a lot to teach us. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I always tell people, it's so funny. They pay me to come to work every day. And I love what I do. I really, truly love it. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I do as well. And And I think that you're right. I think it shows, you know, talking about interviewing. I think it definitely shows when someone is passionate about seniors. And I think in order to do what we do 
successfully for them, you have to be. Absolutely. So take us through, Tina, what a day in the life of an executive director looks like. Okay. Well, the good thing is it's unique every day. So what you think you have on the table isn't always the thing. So for me, you know, I get in the building and um, I would say good morning to everybody that's eating breakfast, you know, all my residents, make sure that, you know, I say hello, check in on them. And then I go around to all my departments and say hi to all my team. But we do stand up in the morning. What's stand up? Stand up is great. That's where all the employees get together for about five to 10 minutes. And it's just, okay, what happened yesterday, last night to what's the day look like for everybody? And then any of our business needs that are going on that need to be talked about for the day, what the menu of the day looks like, what activities are going for the residents. Do we have any maintenance issues, any maintenance room turns, anything like that? Then right after that, we do a wellness huddle with my wellness team, which is my nurse and care staff. Talk about any resident concern, anything that we need to be on alert about. So-and-so is not feeling well today. Maybe we just need to bring her a room tray, make sure she's doing okay. Does she need anything additional? And then I talk about my tours that I have scheduled for the day. You know, I have so-and-so coming in at 11 and then I have another tour at one. Or I might be going out between 12 and 2, doing a home visit to somebody, bringing them lunch, just seeing, you know, checking in on them, seeing how they're doing. And being the executive director, I do have some calls, you know, that I am on. It can be for budget, financials, marketing calls, business needs, whatever that might look like. And then, you know, other days I might be doing outreach, checking in on other communities, letting them know of an event we're doing. We'd love to have them in, bring their residents over and see what Sound Vista is all about. I really am a strong believer in supporting all the senior communities within Gig Harbor just because what might not be a good fit in our community might be a great fit in another. At the end of the day, it's all about making it the best for that senior who's looking. And so I feel like we all think that. So that's why I love that we can all work together so well. But, you know, it's a big piece, but I've got a great team that helps me navigate it throughout the day. I'm available 24-7 by phone if my building needs me for anything. I have gotten calls in the middle of the night that the alarm went off because somebody burnt their toes down the hall or whatever that might look like. But we always have somebody within the building that helps navigate pieces. But, yeah, it's kind of a crazy day. (laughs) <laughs> Never boring, it's, I can tell you that. That's right. And and we should we should point out that in your building you are doing both jobs. Yes. Most of the time there is a marketing director position, although right. there are some executive directors that will be the backup team and they'll be the ones potentially giving the tour. So I think it's important for families to recognize that they wouldn't always be necessarily meeting with the executive director. But what I love about talking with you today is that we're getting a sense for why it might be important for a family to ask about meeting the executive director. Absolutely. And actually, I feel like most communities, they all usually know, you know, the employees know when a tour is coming in because you want to talk about it. You definitely want everybody to know about this family and how they can help. But I feel like it's the executive director's 
responsibility to meet every family when they can, when they come into tour. And make sure that if there's any questions that the marketing director couldn't answer, that they could invite them in anytime to, you know, have a meal with the residents, see what the community is like coming, come in for a special event. At the end of the day, I want everybody who comes into our community to feel welcomed by anyone, especially myself being the executive director. Yeah. So Tina, what would be your number one doable tip for families on this journey? Doable tip is to know the resources when you're walking into a building because budget is such a big, important factor. And a lot of times families don't know. And I feel like we meet the families before we actually meet the person that might be living in this community. So know in a range of where your loved one's budget is because nobody ever wants to be shown something that might be out of your family's budget, right? And we always want to be respectful and just know the diagnosis if you have one, because those are the two big indicators for senior living on making that a very successful tour and that we can highlight all the areas that your loved one might need Um, And there's a lot of things, you know, that we know you aren't going to be able to think of that we'll be able to help you with. At the end of the day, we definitely want to know when you come into our building, if we're the right fit, if we're within your budget, and maybe what your time frame looks like. So those are the three most important things for us. Today's episode is brought to you by Village Concepts one of the oldest and largest providers of assisted living in Washington state. With independent, assisted, and memory care communities at Village Concepts, they believe in creating a village that feels like family. And that's because they're a local family-owned business. Live, learn, and grow together at Village Concepts. Find more information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. You mentioned a couple of terms that I actually don't know if we've talked about on the show before. Outreach. That's a term that is most often done by the marketer. But I have to tell you, as someone who also does outreach and networking, which is basically what that is, I really love it when I see the executive directors coming into some of those networking meetings, just because, again, it, it really is nice to get a feel for who the boss is. Yes. You no, know? and 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 we've already talked about it a couple of times coming from the top down. And so I think that's another really good reason for families to ask to meet the executive director or to make that a part of their list, their checkoff list, right, of things that they should do when they're looking for senior living because that executive director is the boss. And right. and the boss is the one who sort of sets the tone for Absolutely. the building. Yeah. 
So I, I think that's another really important thing. And then the other thing you mentioned were home visits, which I definitely have not talked about on the show yet. I love through my journey how there's just it feels like limitless things to share with families. Uh, so I'm definitely going to need to do an episode on uh, home visits. So thank you for bringing that up. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but Tina, I, I just really thank you. I just want to thank you again for being on the show because this is, you know, again, this is educating the families. And it's so important to me to share this with families who really, like you mentioned, they they really have no idea because honestly, it would be like me trying to be an accountant or me trying to be a lawyer. It really is its own entity and it and it feels like it should be easy, but it just isn't. 